0: Welcome to the Finding the Magic podcast, where books come alive. I'm Tricia Copeland, a fiction author and host of this show. If you love books, finding great reads, and hearing about the story behind the story directly from the authors, this is the place for you. Whether you like fantasy, science fiction, dystopian, or romance titles, I think you'll find something to love in my playlist. Listen in to discover something magical about a book or two. Today. Hi, Podcast World. This is Finding the Magic Podcast with Tricia Copeland, author, and I am going to be talking to you today. I haven't done that in a while, but I have a new release, so I wanted to share all the details of my new release with you. I'm super excited. I decided to create a new pen name for my romances, and my new pen name is Maria Jane. It's a name that's sort of near and dear to my heart. It's named after my sister, um, who always supports me in my writing, and my grandmother, whose name was Jane. And um, she loved soap operas, watching soap operas in the afternoon, and especially the romance lines in those soap operas. And when I got a little bit older, we would watch those together. So it's a name that's near and dear to my heart. And I've had a couple of questions around the pin name. Um, I'm not going erotic. (laughs) It's still the same medium heat, fade to black on the most intimate scenes as you've seen from my Trisha Copeland author brand. So if you're concerned about that, um, no concerns with that. I blame my Bible Belt Southern upbringing for that. That's what I enjoy reading. So that's what I enjoy writing as well but I will show you the cover. If you're listening, you can't see the cover, but it's a couple um, behind a big pink umbrella. And the name of the book is As Close to Perfect. It's a new adult romance, so the character is Brie. She is Chloe's best friend. If you remember the Perfect Romance series penned by Trisha Copeland, starts with Perfect. It's a five-part series, kind of alternate, Ending, choose your own ending romance. The second book is Perfect Always. I should show you these covers. Perfect. And the second book is Perfect Always, where that finds Chloe um, choosing her perfectly, happily ever after man. And I would classify that one as, I guess, second chance romance and small town romance, as well as multicultural romance. So in As Close to Perfect, we find Chloe's best friend, Bree. Chloe and Bree went to college together. Bree is now a little bit over a year out of college. She's on her second job as a teacher and she's looking for a guy that's not the same type of guy that she usually picks. She's been picking guys who she's attracted to Um, which are kind of stereotypical muscled jock types but she's had a few letdowns with those relationships so she's determined to find a new type of guy maybe more mature knows what he's looking for and she creates all these rules around how she's going to find that type of guy and how to make sure that she doesn't get hurt again so i love Bree's character um the name came from, I don't know what how the name came from, Belinda Marie is her name, which is kind of interesting because Marie is my sister's name, <laughs> and then her little brother can't say Belinda Marie, so he just says Bree, and that's where she gets her nickname. So she's a really fun character to write, and I think you're going to love learning about her story the two other major characters in the book are Nate and Nate is American Latvian and she meets Nate on her tennis team they're both new tennis players new to the team trying out something new he is also new to the town of Lexington Kentucky where the town is set or where the book is set and so he just wants to meet people and she wants to meet new people too as part of her journey to meet this new mature guy. Unfortunately, Nate is the muscled athletic type that she shouldn't be looking to as a potential romance mate. So she just crosses him off the list right away. He's a little frustrated by that. We don't get his complete point of view because it is first person point of view from Breeze. Um, but he, he tells her, he tells him, <laughs> I'll just go ahead and tell you that he's attracted to her and she's like, yeah, no, nope, not going there. But then Brie does meet Steven and she meets Steven through her dad, who is a basketball coach. And they come to her basketball game. Um, Brie is a basketball coach as well. She teaches a girls basketball team in high school and, So her dad brings this Stephen guy with him to one of Bree's basketball games. And Steven, he's still attractive, but he's not the stereotypical jack that Bree would have crossed off the list right away. So sparks fly a little bit there. And Steven and Bree begin a relationship. As in all relationships, nothing's perfect, right? They have some challenges. And... I'm not going to say that much more because I don't want to give too much away. But that's a rundown of all the major characters. I really love how the cover artwork turned out in this book. Um, And I have some cool scenes with umbrellas in the book. So that was fun. My formatter. Did some really cool artwork on the interior of this as well. So, in the first chapter, you have the closed umbrella, and then as you move through the chapters, we have the upside down umbrella, and then near the end, we have more hearts, more love, right? And I would say, and then I'm going to say, and then again. In the chapters near closer to the end, we have umbrellas starting to turn over, still hearts raining down, and then the umbrella flips. So the umbrella is catching the hearts on the chapter pages. And it has these really cute section break Images, makes you can find one. Of course, I'm not going to be able to find one really. Oh, here they are. Some little umbrella with two hearts under it. So, this is super fun to write. A little more background. This is called the Perfect Romance series. And to me, I think it's perfect. <laughs> so, I hope that you guys will love it too. It does start, as I said, with the book Perfect. I came up with this idea that there may not be just one right person. For you as a love potential or a love match, um, different stages in your life, different people might end up being right for you depending on the choices you make. So in the beginning, Chloe, the main character, is in college and she's in love with her high school sweetheart, and they have a long distance relationship. But he comes and she proposes Up oh, spoiler, she proposes to <laughs> she prop- No, he proposes to her. Let me get that right. He proposes to her and they lived happily ever after. In the second part, she decides that no, she's not going to stay with her high school sweetheart. And she meets Isaac, who is a basketball player at her college. And that relationship forms. In the third part, she goes to France on a year away in college. She gets to go to a fashion college that had always been her dream to go to Paris and live in France. And she meets yet another guy that is a potential love match. And the fourth part, she does, think, now I'm trying to get it all straight in my brain now if I remember what happens. The fourth part, she's living in New York. The fourth and fifth part, suppose so she's living in New York, but she has some different things going on in her life. The fourth part is a friends to lovers, and then the fifth part, she gets hit. Um, She's crossing the street, or no, I think she's just standing on a corner in New York City, and the guy mows her down on his bicycle. Uh, Mason is his name. Liam is the friends to lover, and those are just all sweet, fun romances, but with the idea that, um, you know, if it doesn't happen at one point in your life, then it's probably going to happen for you, and if if that's what you're looking for and that's what you're open for. So um, that was a really fun thing to do. And a lot of people read through it and just automatically assume that the fifth part, the last part is who she ended up with. But I really meant it to be, um, you're reading it and you're seeing who is your favorite pick for Chloe. And yeah, so I that was a lot of fun. And I did think at one point I was gonna write like a full length novel for every part of that with every guy and what is their story um, starting from that part of Chloe's life. And I may still do that, but Perfect Always is, or was, and still is the beginning of that. So she breaks up with her high school sweetheart, Adam, and she meets Isaac, the college um, hoopster (laughs) um, who has a dream of being a pro basketball player and he does become a pro basketball player, but in the meantime, Chloe goes off and follows her dreams as well, and they seem the perfect couple. Um, I'm not gonna give too much away about that because they're very well matched, but you know there are challenges to both people having a huge career and is that what Chloe wants? That was the premise of perfect always, and I think it's a fun romance, a new adult, still new adult romance, um, Chloe is out of college and living her life so a lot of fun stuff around that I um my first romance series I wrote was college romance I would have called it it's new adult too but the, all the characters in college there's so still more of a coming of age whereas I feel like new adult is still a little bit coming of age because you're still like not completely figured out what your life is going to be or what you want it to be. You're still figuring out the career thing, but you have better idea of where you want to go and what your values are and what you want to focus on in your life so that you know a little bit about the person you're looking for. And you have those more mature relationships that can grow into deeper things. So I love writing romance. I love watching love stories. And I hope that you will also enjoy my new romance as close to perfect. It's kind of hard to interview yourself. So I'm thinking of the questions that I always ask my interviewees. And I'm wondering if I've Answered all those questions. I've answered a lot of them about my books, a little bit more about me. If you follow the podcast, you know some about me. But just to recap, if you're new to my show, you may want to know I started writing in 2015. Well, no, I published my first book in 2015. I'll say that. So this year will mark seven years. Oh, and actually, Like the end of May is when I published my first book. So this month marked seven years of publishing for me. I had my own publishing company, True Bird Publishing. I did start writing in 2008. It took me seven years and I had two manuscripts ready to publish. And then I quickly followed those two with the third and fourth of that series, which is the Being Me series. And like I said, that first series is a college romance series but it's more than a romance series because while it does have a major thread of Amanda and her romantic life, it is a deeper book. Amanda has challenges in college and she develops anorexia. And it's really about how that happened for her and how she recovered from that and how she finds happiness. Uh, A little backstory for me is that college I also just like my character Amanda who is real (laughs) um no obviously she's not real she's fictitious but I developed anorexia in college as well and that was a very trying time in my life and I wanted to write about that to number one kind of desnigmatize anorexia and probably to a little bit help explain what people go through and what their head is thinking and what they're experiencing, but also for people may have experienced anorexia, other eating disorders or mental health challenges, that there is hope and there is recovery and there's happiness beyond that portion of your life. So that was a long time ago for me. And I'm really grateful for all the people that helped me walk that road. And so I want to be that person for other people, if that's, what they're needing. So that really launched my author career. I really had this burning desire to write about a character who'd experienced anorexia. And then after I wrote that series, I was flung into the writing world and realized that I loved writing. I love being part of the author community and part of the reader community and just being that world. Um, I've always loved reading. But during college, I didn't read a lot. And then I found it again after college. And but, and my main love in reading has been a lot of fantasy. So once I finished that being me, um, college adult romance, or new college, new adult college romance, <laughs> um, kind of inspirational series, I jumped into fantasy writing. I wrote Drops of Sunshine, with a, which is a YA fantasy book, and then followed that up very quickly with the Kingdom Journals, started that series with Kingdom of Embers. It's a YA fantasy, urban fantasy series. So contemporary fantasy, uh, three witches who are part of a trinity who have to save the witch lines from eternal purgatory. So that was super fun. And, I, and that kind of explains why I have my new pin name, because I wrote um, Kingdom Journals series under Trisha Copeland, and i wrote two dystopian novels um lovelock ones and torch which is the lovelock series novel under trisha copeland so i'm really trying to keep trisha copeland my ya um, fantasy and dystopian pen name and then maria jane that i talked about is my where i'll put all my new romances the perfect romance series and who knows where i'll go from there i love writing and reading in both genres and usually I'll write a romance and then I'll write a fantasy or dystopian and especially the dystopian novels can be really heavy and so once I finish writing that I'm no I need to write a fun romance that's just going to bring me happiness. Obviously you can't make every minute of the book roses and rainbows right because if there's no strife that doesn't really make a great story (laughs) but um definitely lighter read romances no big issues in them Um, I like I cry a lot so I cry in happy situations I cry in sad situations so there to me there are some tear-filled a little tear-filled moment but definitely not the like deep despair moments in my romances and I'm so excited to be able to talk to you about this today because I, every time I release a book, it's always fun to get feedback from the readers and hear what they're thinking about my books. I got my first review. Um, I did release the paperback a couple of weeks before the ebook, which comes out today, May 24th, 2022. But yeah, so I got my first review, and I was so excited. She. Sarah from Goodreads it's some Goodreads as well as BookBub. But yeah, she loved the book. She loved the characters. She loved the premise and just so thankful for her. Um, she's my advanced or one of my advanced copy readers that put her like, I think read it the same day I sent it to her um, and had the review up the next day. So that was totally awesome and so fun for me. And it was also fun for me My first book in this series, Christina Benjamin, is another romance author, and we've traded books back and reviews back and forth. So she was willing to give an editorial review for this series. And she just, I think it is on the back. Maybe I can read it because I can't remember exactly what she said. I don't have it on the back. But um, something about poignant read um, of what it means to fall in love. And what's important in choosing a love, I think was sort of the gist of what um, she said in her editorial review, which is super nice of her to support me in that way. And she has a lot of fun romances as well. She has young adult as well as new adult romances. And then she breaks off into pin names with um, some action adventure. And some, now I'm trying to remember and fantasy, trying to remember everything she does, but super great. That is, I think, all I'm going to talk about today because I'm super excited about my new release, As Close to Perfect. And obviously, if you guys have questions, be sure to put them in the comments and I will get back to you on that. You can find my new um, pin name profile on Goodreads, on BookBub, on Amazon Author Central. So if you're a fan and a listener, I would so appreciate likes, follows, Um, recommendations, adding as close to perfect on your TBR, of course, getting it. um, If you one-click it, it's going to be the special release price for one week, which is through May 31st, 2022. So that's a great opportunity to go ahead and one-click, buy the book, and take it on your vacation. It's almost vacation summertime here in the United States in the Northern Northern Hemisphere. I guess if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, I have a lot of listeners and readers in Australia, so maybe you're on winter break or heading into winter break, so you would have some more time to read a fun romance, but definitely a beach read. There's, yeah, when I'm laying by the pool or sitting on the beach, I, or even definitely on a plane, that's my go-to, I'm reading. So I think a lot of people, a lot of readers do that as well. So I hope you pick up as close to perfect and leave your comments, questions, in the chat, most podcast platforms support that and no Anchor where I release this does, but I will look forward to those. Until next time, happy reading and happy listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Finding the Magic podcast. I'm your host, author and podcaster, Tricia Copeland, and I love getting behind the scenes. If you like the podcast, make sure to subscribe and stop in each week discover new authors and books. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep finding the magic.